0: you're listening to barter with christine with your host profit improvement expert christine radovich listen live each monday at 2 as christine talks with business owners on how to increase
1: cash flow and grow profits happy monday you're listening to the barter with christine show and i'm your host christine radovich I am a profit improvement expert working with small and large companies to increase their customer base, create a new revenue stream, and most importantly, save cash. So it's another great day in Philadelphia. Last week, along with my in-studio guest, we discussed the importance of staying on top of your goals, measuring your success, and how to stay focused. If you missed that show, you can always visit www.dbam.com and check out the podcast versions of all my previous episodes. Go to the Program Schedule tab and find Barter with Christine, and they're all listed right there. Every week I like to share valuable information with you that is designed to take your business to the next level. Don't forget to also visit my Facebook page, Barter with Christine, and leave a comment so I know that you're listening. So with this new year, if you are a business owner, I'm sure you are thinking about what kind of advertising you will be doing. If you have planned out your advertising budget, I really hope you've incorporated a barter strategy into that mix to save money. If not, you haven't leveraged your profit margins wisely. You should be making purchases such as this at your wholesale cost. And how do you do this? by organized trading with Atlantic Barter. Now, if you haven't heard about Atlantic Barter by now, look into it. 25 years in business with some of the most well-known companies offering their products and services such as advertising and marketing on trade. Now, you do not need to be a large company in order to utilize this business strategy. In fact, if you are Joe the plumber, so to speak, or that newly formed one-person business owner, then even better. That is exactly when you should be implementing a trade strategy before you start developing cash relationships with providers of products and services you need. Trade relationships are best implemented at the onset of doing business together. Trade is meant to bring new customers through your doors that will eventually lead to more cash business through word-of-mouth referrals. So even if you might trade with Joe the plumber, Joe has friends and neighbors that may want to do business with you for cash. Now, every week I like to pose a question. Since this week's topic is about advertising, my question is... What is your advertising budget for this year? What percentage of your revenue have you allocated towards getting your name out there and finding new customers? What forms of media have you tried? Now, here's the big one. If money were not an issue, where and how would you be advertising your business? But also, do you know how to implement an effective advertising campaign? Effective is the key word here. I saw this quote on the Forbes website the other day. It said, The business that considers itself immune to the necessity for advertising sooner or later finds itself immune to business. That's pretty powerful. Think about that one for a bit. All businesses must advertise in some way. This isn't field of dreams where you build it and they will come. You have to let people know you exist and, in my opinion, why you are different or what makes what you are offering something that people want or need. You also cannot expect to place one simple, lonely ad and expect huge results or immediate return on investment. Advertising takes time to build up momentum. Consistency is the key. The rule of seven is an old marketing adage. It says that a prospect needs to see or hear your marketing message at least seven times before they take action and buy from you. Now, that number's not etched in stone, but it is an average. It means that you just can't engage in a marketing activity and then be done. Marketing must be an ongoing process in order for it to be successful. Now, my in-studio guest today knows all about advertising and how to implement an effective advertising campaign. She is the owner and publisher of Delaware County Magazine and the Mainline Chronicles. Kim Phillips, welcome to The Barter with Christine show.
2: Thanks for having me today.
1: Kim, please take a minute and introduce yourself and tell us about your great publications.
2: Uh, Well, uh, we've been publishing our own uh, magazines and newspapers for 33 years. Uh, We serve Delaware County. It's 160,081 homeowners that receive our publication every month. We try to target a demographic of the family unit and the homeowner. Um, We're all about working in an ecology for the advertisers and the readers and the community. So we have a lot of great positive community information. We drive clients to the customers that advertise with us and the readers enjoy the content. So we have a great economy or ecology going there for everyone.
1: Nice. Well, if you haven't seen those publications, they're really neat. And actually, they drive a lot of business in through your doors. I know um, I've had a lot of my barter members actually advertise in that publication and get great results from it. So she does a great job there. Um, So today, we're going to move along at a faster pace than normal because we have a lot of great information to share about today's topic, which is how to create an effective advertising campaign And affordably. So since you're here and advertising is so important for businesses, I'm going to go over some key points with regard to demographics and content that I'd like you to weigh in on, Kim. Sure. Okay. So here we go. The first part of advertising effectively is know your demographic. So understanding the demographics of your target customers is critical for the success of your business. Kim, what would you uh, offer as far as advice for knowing your demographic?
2: Well, it's Most business owners understand who their customers are. You know who comes through your door, you talk to them every day, or your people talk to them every day. You know where they live, you know what they buy, and you know how to attract them with in-store advertising and marketing that you do in your window. You have to think about what you need to do to bring people in who don't know you're there, the people who aren't around your corner, who aren't gonna drive by you every day. How do you get the people who are like your customers, but from the town next door to come over and buy your stuff? And that's where you're targeting your demographic as far as the area that they live in. You don't always want to go to the same place all the time, although it's very important to have multiple impressions. So if you have a church bulletin ad and you have something in a newspaper and you add another advertisement on top of it in the same demographic area, all of the advertising is going to work better because it has more power. You have three impressions instead of one on the same person who is possibly your customer.
1: That's right. You know, it's and and it's also it's just part of branding too. You know, when you're out there in multiple publications or multiple forms of media, you know, you take out that ad in, in the publication, but you maybe you do a direct mail piece, and then you're, uh, I don't know, on the taxi cab top or the or the bus the bus going by, people are like, wow, you know, he's everywhere. Right. So that's image. Yep. But also in choosing specific demographics to start, um, you have to figure out who not only has a need for your product and service, but also know who is most likely to buy it so thinking about the following factors like age can mention location is important gender income level education level marital or family status occupation ethnic background these all are important clues as to you know who your who your ideal customers are
2: and how do you get them how do you find those people?
1: Right. And you could check out your competition. Who are your competitors targeting? Where are they advertising? So that's all about knowing your demographic. Anything more you want to talk about demographics?
2: Well, there's a lot to say about demographics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you, there's there's so many things to think about when you you really want to also consider, which is probably maybe your next statement, I'm not sure, but consistency with those people. You want to be with those people because you don't buy advertising. You buy customers. And the only way you get the customers is having effective ads going to people who are going to buy or use your service. So for us, we go to every house in a zip code almost, and we do 160,081 houses in Delaware County. That's 8 out of 10 homes. So if you wanted to advertise to somebody that owns a house, that would be a great place to advertise because if you're a hardware store or a plumber, and then you have to think about those things when you're picking your target Advertising venue.
1: Right. And and so, and consistency, as we talked about, is key, too, because you can't just place one ad for one month or two months and expect it to work. You know, if you're that HVAC company and everything's working fine with your heater, you know, but four months down the road, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, who was that guy I saw on the advertisement? And they yeah. go to the look in that current issue and you're not there it's you missed a, out especially on that if opportunity. if you're not an impulse
2: product, you're definitely right there. Mm-hmm. You have to be there for people. They see you there when they read the product on a monthly basis, and they understand that you're there for them, even if they don't need you right now.
1: Mm-hmm. So when
2: they do need you, they know where to go to find you.
1: It's that rule of seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the next topic is content. And content, there's a lot involving content so let you know we'll start out by saying less is more limit the wordiness highlight the important information that's the essence of your campaign so I have about eight key topics that we're going to discuss just in the content section of this alone um, so tips for effective writing effective content I guess the first one we should talk about Kim is always begin with a direction and purpose first understand, you know, why you're creating the content. Know your purpose and get the info you want to share. Maybe it's news or something of value you want to share, grand opening, anniversary sale, summer clear out, customer appreciation day. Know what direction you're going for. Would you say that's accurate?
2: Yeah, it's very important to have a a very solid message in your advertising. Uh, We also want to uh, realize people read from top to bottom and left to right. You want to have the item that you want to get their attention at the top of the ad. A lot of people like to put the name of their business at the top of the ad because we're all very proud of our businesses. We Uh work really hard on them and our logos. We took a long time figuring that out. And your logo shouldn't change. You may have a color change, but your logo shouldn't change because you have to have that consistency. Even if the content of your ad will change a little bit from month to month, but the item that you want to get the most attention that's going to grab the attention of the reader should be at the top of your ad. Right. So whatever that item is. And, and you have to it's, – it's, it's a process. So you have to be able to change your ad on a regular basis and be aware that you're spending money there to get customers to come in. So it'll take normally four, five, six, seven months. When you hit month seven – you should have a consistent number of people responding to that advertisement. So the first couple of months, you get a couple calls, and then you get more and then you get more. And you want to be able to see where you hit a level at around month seven or ad seven, depending on uh, where you're advertising. I'm a monthly publication, so right. that's seven months for me. But you also have lots of other opportunities in an ad, but you don't want to put too much stuff in there because if you put five pounds of stuff in a two-pound bag, <laughs> people are
1: not going to look at it. That's They're right. going to move right on and look at the next ad because it's too busy. Yep, and, and that we'll talk more about that one. That's what I call keep it simple. That's number four, and we'll get to that. But the second one that I have on here is know your strengths. What makes you stand out? I learned a long time ago that in order to be successful, you have to be different. What sets you apart from your competition? If you can convey that message, you know, then, you know, sometimes that works well for you. You know, you, maybe you just go the extra mile. Or you have that white glove service that your competitor doesn't, you know. Usually, like there's that.
2: one item in that people remember you for. Mm-hmm. So we have a client that advertises with us, Nick's Roast Beef. <laughs> the name of his business is Roast Beef because it's roast beef sandwiches, and everybody remembers it because they have the gr- they have great, fantastic roast beef sandwiches. So whatever your item is that draws the people in, that should always be part of the ad, like a standard quote or a standard. Um, line of text mm-hmm. in your ad that speaks to the people about what you're famous for.
1: It's so funny because that's a great segue to the very next one, which is grab their attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Create an engaging headline. What would attract your customers? Figure out what would get their attention. Is there something that works for your competitors? So that's that's probably crucial right there.
2: Well, that would be your thing. You want to think too about the thing that you're changing in your ad every month or every time. Um, or you leave it the same for a season and change it for another season. And if it's not working, you have to change it. Even if you worked really hard on that ad and you thought it was beautiful and you love that ad, <laughs> if, it's, if you're running for four months at a time and the ad isn't providing you with the response that you need, you need to make those adjustments. And yes, that's something that's going to grab their attention. That's why you start from the top. <laughs> right. Get them when they're reading from left to right. Maybe it's under editorial in a newspaper. You know, so as they're reading, you want them to see that information at the top of your ad so that it grabs them
1: from what they're doing so that they look at your ad. Right. And it's so funny because you touched on another key element here under content, and maybe we'll just skip to that one. Don't let your content get stale. Mm -hmm. So as you said, you know, don't uh, cling on to that ad that's perfectly designed but not getting results. Don't be afraid to change it. This is what I like to call keeping up with the Kardashians. (laughs) Now, this is not a show I would watch, but many people do. You know, they wanna know what the in-crowd is doing and what's fashionable. This is how younger audiences think. So stay trendy with your content. Change it up frequently if you have to, or tailor it to where you're advertising. You know, what might work in Philadelphia might not work in New York. You know, totally different markets. Might
2: not work from one publication to another. So Mm -hmm. there's coupon products in the world that have only coupons, and that's all you get in that publication. And you may have been printing coupons forever and ever and ever, and you've been someplace for five or 10 years, and you get great coupons from them. And then you come to another publication, like a newspaper or like my magazine, where 47% of people don't use coupons at all that read the paper. We're an audited product, we get a readership survey done, and 46% of people never use a coupon. So if you're going into an alternate product, you have to consider how you're advertising to those alternate people. Maybe they're still your customer, but they don't use coupons. Right. So you have to be
1: aware of that, too. That's true. Um, Okay. so the next one is keep it simple. You know, effective content shouldn't just be engaging to read. It must also be short and easy for viewers to find. We touched on this a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. But trends are now to keep things in almost an outline or bullet form. Um, Everyone's in a hurry. And if your content's too wordy, no one is going to read it, unless it's a good avatorial. Nothing against a good avatorial.
2: Yeah, well, you know, with your ad, it's about getting somebody's interest so that they call you or they show up, they make your door swing open, or they put their butt in your chair, you know, if you have a, <laughs> a restaurant. You want to get people's interest peaked, and then they want, you want them to call you because you can sell yourself more than any ad ever would. You know, the whole idea is to bring the customers and point them into your direction. It's not about making all the customers happen. You have to do the sale part. It's about making them understand that you're there and that they have some interest in what you have to offer. Right. So you can't put your whole company history in an ad and list every single thing that you do. If you're an electrician, people know what electricians are. So, But you wanna be able to put something in the ad. Maybe it's a specialty. Maybe you have outdoor lighting that's a specialty for you. So use a beautiful picture of outdoor lighting. Whatever you have to do to to raise the awareness of the person who's reading that ad and tickle them to give you a call. You might have to change a little bit at a time, and you might have a great ad that works for six months, eight months, ten months, and all of a sudden it dies off. People got bored. (laughs) You need to change the ad.
1: So... Yeah, don't be afraid to do that. And, and you know, Kim, as a publisher, uh, and I, you have a team of staff members over there, you're always willing to help people if the ad isn't successful. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Uh, you know,
1: if they run it for two or three months and they're not getting feedback yeah. from it, then...
2: We, we do a pretty uh, unique program where we do marketing and PR for the advertisers, too. So they can provide us with content on their industry. And we use it as filler if I have a space left over at the end of the month. At the end, they would put their name and phone number if people are more interested. It doesn't cost them anything. It's a it's a way for us to help them, and they help us. So if I have a space left over in the magazine and somebody is, like Harper & Sons Landscaping is a client of mine, uh, they do property maintenance, and they provide me with content about how to maintain your property. It's not an ad for them. But they're the pro in their field because the readers read from them every month. Right? Right. They hear – got stories about how to handle gutters and how to do you know property grading so that you don't get water in your basement and that's they're very smart to do those things right there's a lot of that available in the world if you're willing to do the work
1: That's right. Free information is out there just like this episode today. We're trying to share with you great, effective marketing strategies for really good content for ads. So we're going to come back and go over the last couple of um, things about content that we want to share with you. But before we do, I want to mention that I give away a free tip sheet, completely free. It's seven little known facts to grow your business without costing you a penny. Go to weloveourcustomers.biz barter for your free tip sheet on seven little known facts to grow your business without costing you a penny. Visit weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter. Go there now. We'll be right back.
0: Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. Be smarter. Think barter. Visit them on the web at AtlanticBarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650.
3: My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon. For obvious reasons, I'm 88 years old. 484 562 0060. And
1: you're back. Listening to The Barter with Christine Show, I'm your host, Christine Radovich. My in-studio guest today is Kim Phillips, owner and publisher of Delaware County Magazine and the Mainline Chronicles. So we're discussing ways that you can create an effective, effective, advertising campaign, effective being the key word here. And affordably, I might add. So the affordable part comes in in that you can barter for advertising. Now, it doesn't mean that you can call Kim Direct and try to strike up a one-on-one trade deal because chances are Kim's not gonna want what you're offering. (laughs) And because we're her trading partner, you should just get in touch with Atlantic Barter. I can show you how to advertise at your wholesale cost by bartering. Now, if you give us a call, we can schedule a no obligation, free consultation, analyze what products and services you have to offer, and what your needs are. We go over a whole profit improvement plan. So first part of advertising effectively we discussed was demographics, and now we're on to content. We've already discussed ways that you can Uh, get your message out there, keep it simple. You want to grab their attention. You want to know your strengths and what makes you stand out. You want to begin with direction and purpose, and you don't want your content to get stale. Um, So the next one we want to talk about is feature benefit selling. And Kim, you might know something about this too. It's not complicated. Here's what you do to figure this out. You list out all of your services or products that you have for sale. For each one, list out everything that service or feature does. And then you next list out what the result of each feature is, so the benefit for the client. So if you are that landscaper, and you come once a month, you know, because you, and then you have this extra white glove service, you know, it's maybe the benefit is that you don't have to keep picking up the phone to call them, they just, they're scheduled regularly. And then they, even through maybe the slower months, I know we had a, a previous guest on here, and he said even through the winter months, they come out and they just do a touch up just to make sure that your yard is looking presentable, you know, for the holidays. That's that white glove service. So that's a benefit to having that outfit because a lot of times landscapers they just forget about you after summer passes, summer and fall. They clean up all the leaves and they think they're done. Uh, but you know, you know, you come November, December, and you're like, ah, you know, I got a lot of monkey balls in my yard. <laughs> and uh, then you have to pick up the phone again and call them. But if you have that white glove service from that landscape, or, you know that's a benefit, right?
2: Yeah, it's 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 really um, knowing your business and what it is you want to sell and who would you like to sell it to. So, what do you have to offer as a, a service or a product? And who is the person who's going to be buying that product or service? So, how do you approach that person in a way that's going to make them want what you have to offer? That would be the benefit to them, not the benefit to yourself. So. Sometimes, as a business owner, you want to talk all about how great your product is, but product knowledge isn't something the person who's reading the ad really cares about. You know, if you go to a, you know, you want to try to make sure that you're targeting enough people so that you can get your target demographic out of it. So, you know, you have to make sure that you got enough people seeing the ad, but then be able to offer them what their benefit would be, not yours.
1: Okay, and that brings us to the next one: that call to action. The worst thing someone can do is place an informational ad with some type of without some type of call to action. So include an "act now before it's gone" or um, you know maybe that coupon or coupon code. You know, it really just depends where you're placing that ad. Limited time, right? And that call to action is important so that you can track your return on investment.
2: People like to follow things seasonally, too, so you'll find that advertisers that are successful have a plan for the entire year to run either seasonally or month by month have different things for different holidays, but you always have something new for the reader to come and see and buy or try or, you know, you want to be able to keep them engaged. It's very difficult to keep... Right. Everybody engaged all the time, but you have to put the effort out to get the new business to come in.
1: Just as the advertiser has an editorial calendar, mm-hmm. you too, as a company should have an editorial calendar. And if Maybe you can f- match
2: them together, right. then you have more power for what's in your ad. Because whatever's being featured in the magazine or the newspaper is now being featured in your ad and you get... You got lots of quality there.
1: So uh, winding down the show here, the last one that we're going to talk about is don't forget your quality control. Even though your content's brilliant, careless mistakes can undermine your credibility as an author. Edit your work carefully. Read it out loud if necessary. More importantly, just have someone else proofread it and provide feedback. I practice this routinely in my office with our newsletter because an additional set of eyes can really help to catch those mistakes.
2: It's very difficult to catch a mistake when you wrote the ad. So (laughs) it's more, it's very advantageous to have somebody else proof the ad, even the person who builds the ad for you, the graphic designer who's putting it together before it goes into the paper. They type that information in, they've looked at it a hundred times and your phone number still might be wrong. Right. So you need to have somebody look at it.
1: That's right. Your brain is trained to see what it thinks it wants to see. So get another pair of eyes, get your salesperson or your husband or wife, somebody to read that content before you hit send on that. So we just want to wrap up by saying, Kim, thank you for being our guest today. A lot of information here. How could somebody get in touch with you if they want to advertise?
2: Well, they can call... uh, Delaware County Magazine at six one zero seven eight nine zero six zero zero. It's uh, we're located in Drexel Hill. Uh, it's four oh one Burmont Road, Drexel Hill, PA one nine zero two six. So I'd look forward to hearing from anybody who's interested in advertising. Absolutely.
1: Okay, so thank you again for being our guest today on the Barter with Christine show. If you like what you heard, leave us a comment on the Facebook page, Barter with Christine. And be smarter, think barter. We'll catch you next week.